0: Last week we heard that Jamie, uh, Britney Spears' dad, was going to stand down as conservatorship. We don't have that in Australia, but over in America it's basically saying that someone who can't look after themselves, um, uh, including also finances, mm-hmm. they're going to do it all themselves. And there has been, you can check it out, the hashtag Free Britney campaign. One person that knows more about it is Lisa McCarley, who's an attorney over in the States. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Or good afternoon here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Hi.
0: So we we got a little bit of information, and like I said, he stood down. Is he actually off the conservatorship yet?
1: No, he's not. So a lot of controversy in his document that was filed. It's called a first response. And what he indicated was that he recognizes that a lot of people are putting pressure on him to resign. He's going to resign. He just isn't sure exactly when or what the terms of his resignation will be. So officially, he's still the conservator, but for the very first time, he signaled he's ready to leave.
0: Now, you've got 25 years' experience in this, and you've been very, very vocal speaking about the Free Britney movement. Um, You don't believe she should have ever been under a conservatorship, do you?
1: I I stand by that quite strongly. Here in California, these types of conservatorships, called probate conservatorships, are for people that are truly unable to provide for their own basic needs for food, clothing, and shelter, and that means someone so incapacitated that they cannot perform in front of thousands of people in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I think it's the epitome of hypocrisy to claim, on one hand, that she lacks the ability to fend for herself in a supermarket, but we can put her on a stage and perform and make her a judge of a talent show. No, I don't think she's ever come close to qualifying mm. for a probate conservatorship in California.
0: So how did it get to that point? Because obviously the conservatorships actually set up to protect Brittany and to provide for Brittany. and this is a very high-profile conservatorship where everyone could see what was happening. How did he breach it and, and turn it so bad in front of everyone?
1: Well, when you say how did it become so bad, it became bad the very day that the court appointed one of its favorite attorneys, a gentleman that you've heard, his name, Sam Ingham. Sam Ingham and the judges had kind of a special relationship back in uh, that time period, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, attorneys like myself were somewhat aghast at what was going on, but uh, Judge Riva Gets at the time um, decided that she was going to follow recommendations by Sam Ingham and go along with this conservatorship. She fired a uh, very well-known attorney, Adam Streisand, who was hired by Britney. and the uh, phrase that comes up is that Reva Getz thought somehow Brittany was unable or lacked the capacity to retain counsel. So in my opinion, that was just... Very bad uh, luck on Britney's part that she ended up in Department 9, and she was um, basically an attorney was picked for her, and that attorney was obviously pro-conservatorship. Mm. So that's how things started, badly for Brittany.
0: Because it seems from the outside world when she shaved her head and she had that breakdown that there was a lot going on in her life but you don't think it was that she couldn't take control of herself she probably just needed a lot of uh, a lot of therapy and a lot of time out
1: absolutely in fact when i go back and i've spent a lot of hours especially during covid i had so much mm. downtime kind of reconstructing the news articles and you know when things are happening here is a 26 year old woman she has just given birth to two babies, and an equally dysfunctional family law commissioner was basically telling her to hand over her babies to their father, which was okay, but then they were putting all of these conditions on. She has to have a driver's license, she has to pass drug tests, and it's my opinion that the court's should never impose conditions on parents and children seeing each other unless there is actual evidence of physical abuse. So between the paparazzi, between the lack of support by her family, and then having to hand her babies over, uh, I don't think that I would have done any better under the circumstances. And she's very young, and she's had a very sheltered, different type of upbringing. I, I think the Circumstances were really the perfect storm, and I don't blame her at all. She needed love, she needed her children with her, she needed um, empathy and understanding from all of the people around her, and she was just treated terribly.
0: When you think about her family wanting to do the right thing for her, they have got paid a large amount of money, and I don't know all the details, but Jamie himself has um, got paid for being part of the conservatorship. It is a large amount of money. Would that be normal or this is quite unusual that he's paid so well?
1: It is not unusual for conservators to be paid, and I even have instances where family members are paid, usually it's you know 50 to $60 an hour, Um, But this is highly unusual, and these numbers are just remarkable in terms of how much money has been paid out to lawyers as well as Jamie. But here's one part that I just really hated the most, which is that Jamie gets paid a percentage of her earnings. I mean, the notion that someone on one hand can't even – managed to provide for their own needs for food, clothing, and shelter. But look at me, as a conservator father, I'm getting paid a percentage of her earnings. It's egregious. It really is. Mm. Is this
0: a rare thing, or is this always happen in these situations?
1: Highly unusual, and that's, again, just part of the remarkable, I I think this whole thing is just a clown show. So let's just assume that it's True. She said that she was forced to have an IUD, or more specifically, that she's not able to have the IUD removed. I mean, that is such Mm. an amazing violation of her self-autonomy and of her body and of her ability to procreate. But also, the conservatorship does not, a probate conservatorship absolutely does not preclude someone from getting married or having a family, but the question, again, goes to if she's able to make these decisions for herself, if she's able to even express what she wants in terms of, I want to get married and I want to have another child, I mean, why... Are they pretending that she needs this conservatorship at this point? The the rule is not you have to live your life perfectly or manage your money, even prudently or reasonably. I mean, the criteria here, right? It just reeks of something going very, very wrong in this case. Brittany said when she
0: gave her statement um, to the judge that she did want him to sort of be punished, talking about her father, Jamie, and be sued for what he has done over the years.
1: Is that possible? So that was, a, that was an interesting statement. I want to sue my family, she said. First problem that she has is, is that her court-appointed attorney has stood there and watched all of this. And so one of the problems is going to be, you know, the defense of, well, I... Did what everyone told me to do. Jamie is going to have the ability to say, I didn't. I didn't make any of these really big decisions, and uh, her court-appointed attorney was standing there, and he knew what was going on, and the judge knew what was going on, and the probate investigator knew, and nobody told me to stop. So there are going to be these defenses. Um, But the other question, and this is one of these legal issues that is sort of in the gray area, is. Will Brittany be able to legally have standing, have the ability to make these claims, assuming that her present petition to have uh, Jason Rubin appointed and also uh, Jody Montgomery Pace appointed as her conservators, she will still be in a conservatorship. If, if all of her petitions are granted, let's say on September 29th, she may not even have legal standing to make uh, a lawsuit against her father and family.
0: And why would she do that, too? If if she's, Why does she would you know why she would still want to be in a conservatorship if she can make these decisions? I mean, you would think if she got out of the one with her father, she would live freely, but she seems to still want to be under control by someone.
1: Right, and that's really bothering me, too, which is why did the new attorneys, uh, very wonderful reputation, seems to be very aggressive, saying the right things. Why did he only file a petition to remove Jamie and not terminate the conservatorship? And that really has the basis in facts that we don't have at our disposal right now. If Brittany had hired me, if she'd said, Lisa McCarley, you know, how can, uh, what should I do? I would be, filing a petition to terminate so fast Mm -hmm. would make your head spin um, because I just don't see how anybody with just watching the videos, just listening to her on June 23rd, she clearly can articulate her needs and wants. She can go shopping. We see her driving around town. We know that she can provide for food, clothing, and shelter. I mean, who's going to dispute that? Mm -hmm. There's no dispute that she... In my opinion, doesn't qualify. But the strategy with, um, that Matt has in mind, I'm not privy to. I wish I was.
0: If not a father, who?
1: Right. So um, Matt Rosengart, the new attorney, has filed a petition to have a licensed professional fiduciary named Jason Rubin. He's a, uh, also a CPA and known to be able to do uh, forensic accounting work. So Brittany has filed a petition To have Jason take over as the conservator of her estate. So that's the person to make all of her financial decisions, manage her assets. And she's also under the guise of. When she was represented by Sam Ingham, filed a petition to ask Jody Pace Montgomery to be her permanent conservator of her person. So she's got those two petitions pending, both set to be heard on September 29th.
0: And Jody is her assistant, or she has been um, part of the conservatorship um, for a while, though, right?
1: Right. So apparently, in um, since the September. 2019, was that when uh, Jamie got the restraining order? At the same time, he filed a petition right after he was uh, restrained against seeing Brittany's two children. He indicated that his health was failing, and therefore he wanted Jody Pace Montgomery to take over as temporary conservator of the person for Brittany. And um, that was approved, and that's been ongoing, I guess, for almost two years now.
0: Mm. Well, it is (laughs) certainly not over. It's far from that. It feels like it's just beginning um, with poor Brittany. Um, Lisa McCarley, thank you so much for your time this morning. We really appreciate you coming on, and um, it's great to, to get. There's so much information, so it's great to have it broken down and explained so well. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me today. Have a wonderful day.